Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. This is the Art Beauty Podcast, where we tell the real truth about the fake shit. I'm Amber, and today my gorgeous and fabulous co-host is Miss Rachel McCluskey. She is a fitness and wellness expert, founder of The Recharge Method and Recharge Wellness, and just one of the coolest women that I have gotten to stalk on Instagram. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. What a kind compliment. <laughs> well, I have to say, you know, it's so lovely to go on your Instagram page. I really feel like it is a celebration of all things fitness, wellness, um, body positivity, you know, and for those of us who are like not a size zero, um, it's really nice to, to, to see that. Um, and I think that for me, what really attracted me to you is that like your workouts are really fun. You've brought fun back into fitness. Um, and I know we're going to talk all about that, but where, where are you right now? So I live in LA. Well, one, thank you for okay. having me. And thank you for, for saying that I feel like all fitness should be fun. And I, I appreciate that. So I'm in my little home studio in LA and yeah, this is where, this is where the magic happens here. <laughs> that makes so much sense now. So I feel like the LA gals are always like a ray of sunshine. You really oh, are. Uh -huh. I appreciate uh -huh. that. I'm originally from Chicago, but I've been here for 10 years. So I yeah, feel yeah. like at this point, I think this is home. <laughs> I was going to say, what, what are they called? You're an, oh, you're a, an Angelino. I was going to say an LA, no, but you're like a Angelino. Angel what is the you know what? Maybe it's not home because I don't even know the answer to that, but I think it's Angelino. Um, that sounds correct. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go with that. Um, yes. I'm on the other coast, New York. Love and um, I got to tell you, today in New York, it is going to be 70 degrees. And I think that, I, I did a podcast prior to this and they were like, wow, you have a lot of energy. And I think that it is the weather change because it has totally. been so cold. And just knowing that outside it is like lovely and warm is just giving me all the feels. <laughs> we had a class last night and I have a few girls on the East Coast and they were all talking about how warm it's going to be today. And it's just nice weather is the ultimate mood booster. And that's coming from someone who was born and raised in Chicago that like, I yeah. could not wait to have good weather most of the year. And it's just, it changes your mood. You can go outside, you can go for walks without taking, putting four coats on. And I just think who doesn't love a little sunshine, you know? You know, it's also like, I find when it's cold, your body hunches over, yes. like you're like, you're literally carrying, I mean, my puffer coat is heavy, yeah. right? And then you get the gloves and the scarves and the sweaters and it <laughs> adds like probably like another 10 pounds. And in New York, you got to walk okay. everywhere. Yes. Um, so yes, I got excited today too, because um, I love living, in, I live in spandex. I do. Um, yes. When I have to put on, you know, makeup and clothes, happy to do so. But like, I would say six out of seven days, like I, this is my outfit. Um, I am the same. I tried to wear jeans the other day and I was like, 
how do I style jeans? Like, I don't even know. I forgot how to wear real clothes. So I feel like I'm teaching myself again, what it's like to wear anything other than leggings or sweatpants. It's like, I love sweatpants too. Oh, you know, (laughs) when they came out with the term athleisure, I almost like legit cried because I was so happy Uh, at the time I was working more in the fashion sort of arena. And it was like, it's a lot of work. All my fashionistas out there, God bless you. And like all my moms out there who get dressed, put on makeup every day and then go about their day. God bless you. Here's like a little thing to you because totally (laughs) I only have to take care of myself and this like little shoe box I live in. And, um, mama likes to do it in sweatpants. Uh, So um, for people out there who might not be familiar with you, can you give us like a little bit about your background before we then talk about the, the, the recharge method and recharge wellness? Yeah. So like I said, I'm from Chicago. I actually have such a funny backstory because I so rarely speak about it now, but I was a singer songwriter for about eight years, which plays a big role into why I love music so much. And that's such a big part of my classes. So I moved out here about 10 years ago. And I was like, Oh, you know, I'm majoring in music. I'm doing all these things, but I was starting to feel burnt out. I had been doing that since I was 11 and I wanted to teach Zumba at my local gym. That was what I wanted to do. And they didn't have any other type of dance fitness. So I was like, this is it for me. And I just fell in love with the connection and the release and all of these things that happen in a workout class that are just beyond the actual movements, right? Right. And so I started teaching every different format that you could teach and just fell in love with the, the whole concept of group fitness. I really, I do personal training here and there, but I prefer it on a group level. I think it's just so much more fun and I get to connect with other people who want to do the same thing as you. And so I started teaching, gosh, eight, nine years ago, and it's been full-time for quite a while. And then the events just kind of were a segue to, to the classes and wanting to create a space where people don't have to move their bodies to connect with other women. And men are welcome. I always say, I'm like, it's not exclusive to women, but men just don't usually come. Right. <laughs> so well, it's, it's really meant... I think it's like a a lady gang and I'm here for it. And, um, but I always say men are welcome. They just, they're usually not around in our classes. (laughs) Listen to all you boys out there. If you want to join it, well, listen, that's where all the hot girls are. Let's be honest. Um, you know, shaking their thing. Um, so, so here's, you know, I, I, it's interesting that you mentioned Zumba because I was trying, you know, this morning to kind of figure out how to describe your classes. Hmm. Cause to me, it's a little bit now, mind you, I am a um, Gen Xer. So, <laughs> um, but to me, it's like a little bit of like, like your old school aerobics meets like a Zumba meets a jazzercise meets a weights class. Yeah. And it kind of is this beautiful, but like at the, at the very core of it and dancer size, right? So all of those kind of, um, mixed into one, um, but it, it just is fun. Totally. Yeah. It's, you know, I think that there are so many different ideas about why we work out. If it's to lose weight, to build muscle, to whatever it may be. And I just wanted to take all of that out of it and create a really, fun class. So we start with a moving meditation, which basically just 
shakes and moves all of the stagnant energy out of your body. And then we do dance cardio, we sculpt, and we end every single class with a freestyle dance party, which basically yeah. means I turn the music up as loud as possible and we just dance. And that is a mood booster by itself. And I actually think my heart rate goes up more in that than in any other part of class because you yeah. are just so pumped on the song. And it's it's meant to be a way to celebrate your body. It's meant to like release anything that you're holding on to and then celebrate and just move move together. You know, it's, it's such a special way. And I just, I don't think you can possibly be in a bad mood when you're doing dance cardio. It's just not possible. And now for, for everybody listening, I don't want you to tune out immediately because you, um, while your studios are based in LA, right. And, and a lot of your, your classes there, um, you do stuff virtually as well. So people can take your classes virtually. Yeah. Yeah, We have a really incredible virtual community. Women have joined all over the country and it's really special to be able to connect with women that way and to see the same faces in live classes. And yeah, we're on zoom. And then there's a huge on-demand library if you can't come live. So I, now I'm going to ask you somebody who is not super, super coordinated. Um, I, I was a cheerleader back in the day, so I'm not like totally, but I remember the first time I went to go take a hip hop class in New York. And this was like maybe early two thousands. And I was like, okay, begin our hip hop. This will be great. Meanwhile, I got into the class and it was like, Britney Spears was over here. Justin Timberlake was over here. And I, you know, they were like kick left and I'm kicking right. And, and yeah. I was so intimidated that I just didn't stick with it. Um, How did you get people to come in and like, what was the reaction when people are first like, wait, you want me to do what? You want me to do like a a day? Like, what is that like? So what I will say is that all of the combinations that we do are so beginner oriented and they're follow along too, which is so much different than building a combination. And then you're going to perform it at the end. Um, And they're all really beginner friendly. Again, anyone can do this. Even if you're not coordinated, we're really just jumping around and kind of moving our legs and our arms in different ways. That's the best way I could describe it. And I do try as, as hard as I can to create a really safe space where no one feels judged. If they literally rolled around on the floor for the dance cardio part, it'd be like, you're moving, you know, like it's something and you can come in and just feel really supported and nobody knows the combination before class. So everyone's starting from that, from the same level. And I just, especially if you're doing it from home, turn your camera off if you want to, you know, like do whatever you have to do to feel comfortable and just have fun with it. You know, take the pressure out of having every single step look a certain way. There've been times where halfway through the combination, I completely forget what we're doing. And I like, you know, I'm in the instructor and I'll forget, you know, it happens all the time. So if we just take the judgment out of it and come into it, just thinking about ways that we can celebrate our bodies, then you can just do no wrong in dance cardio. Now, you know, we're not going to like, I'm not putting on the spot for any names or anything, but do you ever have people who come in and you're like, wow, you're like the real overachiever. Like the person who's like comes in and it's like, we're going to go up here. And it's like, jazz hands, fussy. It definitely exists. And you know what? I've been that person in a class before too. Like I am ready, you know, and I just think that's their way of expressing themselves. And I love that. I think however you show up ready for a class is impeccable. I love that. I mean, going back again to that first hip hop class, I remember it was like, I, they're like, okay, and one and two, 
three. I was like, oh my God, I've got this. And then they were like, now we're going to do it at tempo and one and two. And, th- and then I was like, you, I know. I'm lost. I'm just going to stand here in the back and watch <laughs> these superstars. And, um, you know, um, so what has it been like now, um, you know, sort of growing, like what growing this community? Yeah. So it's crazy. So I, again, I'd been teaching in studios for years and then I actually launched the recharge method class, which was really just a culmination of all of the formats that I loved and my dance background and having taught fitness for so long. And then the moving meditation to me was really important. And I wanted to create a class that was the epitome of everything that I believed to be the best parts of fitness for me. Right. right? Um, and I launched that class in January of 2020 and I was still teaching at a bunch of other studios and doing, or just teaching all over the place. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, okay, this class is perfect, right? It's like everyone feels so stuck and so anxious and we're in our homes. So the moving meditation just felt it couldn't have been a more perfect time to utilize that. Yeah. And then following with just dance cardio, again, mood boosting moves. Um, I just got onto Instagram live and started teaching every day. Cause that was all I knew how to do at that time. Right. Sure. It was, I want to be able to help people. I don't, I can't leave the house. You can't leave the house. Let's move our bodies together. And I am so blessed that people found my class. They kept coming. It went on to zoom and now it's strictly on zoom. And, and so many people have been with me since day one of my first Instagram live. And it's been really incredible to just give my all to this too, because I spent so much time in like the hustle of running around LA at different studios and doing all the things. So to be able to really hone in on the classes and then also events was just really something that I needed and the slowdown that I didn't even realize was so necessary for so many people, but really for me to be able to hone in on the thing that I was really passionate about and watching it grow and build has just been an incredible blessing that people love this class as much as I do. I love that. Do you ever feel, um, do you ever feel now like the pressure now that you're sort of really in the public eye, um, are are people coming up to you and they're like, I want to know more about what you eat. I want to know more about your sort of beauty routines. I want to know more, like, do you ever feel pressure to kind of be this health and, and fitness sort of icon? You know, I so appreciate you saying that. I'm like, I don't know if anyone cares about what I'm eating. <laughs> I care but, about what you're um, eating. <laughs> you know, it's, I think at the end of the day, it's like, I strive for balance in all areas of my life. I try to share as much as I can. And then also finding things that are personal to me that I keep private. I think that's the wild, wild west of social media. Like what things do you share? And, um, but at the end, it's like, I can share what I've eaten. I can share my skincare routine. I can share brands that I love, whatever it may be, but it's all, um, just because it works for me, doesn't mean it's going to work for somebody else. And Mm -hmm. I believe so strongly in that. And, you know, I love French fries and I also love green juice. You know, I love it. Right. There's there's I love both and I will never say differently, you know, yeah. and I just believe in that in that balance. And that's something I try to share as much as I can. 
I think you make a really good point too. Um, like, so I was a person who always struggled with my weight. I was, um, I, I won't go as far, fat, far as to say like I was, I was obese as a child, but I was fluffy. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, very fluffy. And, and even today, it's like I will get up and I will work out. Part of the reason I actually know, I was going to say like I work out for my mood, all of that. Yes, it helps my mood, but I literally work out because I love cookies. I love, you know, like that, that part of me. And, and I try to keep it in balance. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important, but people be like, what are you doing? And it's like, well, I mean, last night was um, St. Patty's day and I was doing shots of Jameson. <laughs> Gross. Um, but, uh, but then today you make healthier choices. And I do think it's like a little bit about balance and, you know, there are times when I'm like eating really, really clean. And then there are times where I'm like, give me a hamburger and sweet potato fries. Totally. Yeah. I think there's, I mean, one, I've gone through phases where there's no balance and honestly it's miserable. Yeah. Um, and the biggest thing in, in my classes is like, I do not talk about getting abs. I do not talk about what you eat. That is completely up to you. And I'm not going to promote weight loss in my classes, but that will happen, right? right. Like that yeah. will happen if you are consistently moving your body. I just don't believe that that focus is what's going to propel someone forward into it, any type of change. And I know that it sounds so cliche to say, that the change comes from the inside out. But if you love the way that you're moving your body and you are enjoying yourself, physical changes will happen. But me talking about them, in my opinion, is just not the objective of my class or my philosophy. I, I believe in falling in love with fitness because yeah. of the way that you enjoy moving your body rather than attaching it to results because it's just, oh, it's a, a circle and it's just so challenging. And listen, that I think is one of the things that really drew me to your Instagram and talking about positivity and not to sound like cheesy, but so much we're so bombarded. And especially as women, um, I'm not going to say, listen, I've got a lot of uh, male friends out there, too, you know, especially in the gay community who feel really, really pressured to keep a certain body type. Um, so so I want you to know, I hear you. I'm not excluding mm -hmm. you. But speaking as a woman, there is so much pressure to, you know, look a certain way or be a mm -hmm. certain way. And, and one of the things that I found is that for me, like you said, when I am not moving and, and moving could be when I'm just stuck at my desk. Right. And we have to have that. And during COVID when you couldn't go to the gym and you couldn't do this. And before all of fitness instructors like yourself started doing this, um, online stuff, it was so important just to get outside and go for a walk. Totally. And, um, when I started adding like things, so I love to do weightlifting. I'm actually rehabbing an injury, which has been miserable for me. Um, mm. I hurt my elbow and it has been about three weeks where I, I can't do anything. Um, mm. except well, I can't do anything that, that involves weight in or on my arms. So no yoga. Yeah. Um, it's really frustrating. I got back on my yeah. bike today, my, because I was like, this is a good way. And I go out for walks. And then of course, dancing, dancing is yeah. super fun to do. Um, but long story longer, I do think that once you start any sort of a regular routine, it, it, it in three weeks, to me, three weeks has always been that magic number. I don't know if I'm just making this up, but I think at the three week mark is where you're like, oh, whatever difference it is, like maybe you're not getting as winded going up the stairs. Um, maybe your clothes do fit a little differently. Maybe they don't. Um, right. But I feel like that three week is like when you really start to notice like, wow, my, there's a change. 
Totally. And it's well, so and rewarding. The, yeah. The 21 days to form a habit. I'm a big believer in that. And if it's, if you are doing something consistently and you weren't before changes are going to be there, right? It's like, just, it's, it's inevitable. Um, and I just think the more consistent that anyone is with anything that we're doing, right. The, the better you're going to feel. You know, here we're going into spring and it's a little different on the West coast, especially in LA, you've got beautiful weather year round. Um, you know, on the East coast and in a lot of places, the winter for us is like when we can, you know, pack on a few more pounds. And, you know, I think the goal overall is to have that quote unquote summer body or mentality year round. Um, but I do think now people are kind of, especially here are like, oh my gosh, it's 70 degrees out today. Like that warm <laughs> weather is around the corner. Like what are things that I can be doing? And do you, as you know, sort of this um, fitness wellness expert, do you have any advice for people that you like to share with people who might, you know, need some encouragement or get started on their fitness journey? Yeah, I think, um, gosh, the term summer body and all of that, it's just, I think it can be really detrimental, honestly, to the way that people view themselves, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, is my body not okay in December, right? Like, do I need to like make this huge change by the time June hits or something like that? And my advice would be just to find something that you enjoy doing. It could be yeah. going for a walk. It can start so small. Um, I could say like, oh, I want to take five classes a week and I want to eat this way and I want to do that. It's like going all in is a beautiful thing if you can maintain it. It just can be challenging to maintain, like I had mentioned before. Start with something that you love. Do it consistently do it a little bit more the next week, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and just find something that you enjoy because you'll do it again That's and you'll keep it. doing it. I think so many people will try to like, um, we got a, a spin bike during, um, during COVID. Mm -hmm. And I think when my husband was working at home, he was doing it, but I don't think he loved it. You know, mm. to be honest, I don't always love it. Um, yeah. I love that it's there, but, but if you're not doing something that you love, then it becomes right away, you're setting yourself up for failure, I think, right? If you're yeah. not enjoying it, um, which is what I think is so fun about the method that you have created, because it is, it's if you like to dance, if you like to move, you've got a little bit of the weights in there, you kind of are, are covering, like you said, all of your favorite parts of all of these different fitness genres. Totally. Um, it makes it super fun. Also, by the way, on the summer body, um, for me, that is such a weird term because I feel like my summer body personally is like not the best. I feel like my spring body, I'll try to kick <laughs> it off. But generally it's like summer mama wants a hamburger. You know, you're having a couple drinks on the beach. Totally. I think it's just finding love <laughs> for your body in all seasons. You know, it's like er, knowing that my body is, I always, I try to look at it as like, my body moves me in a class every single day. Right. Yeah. And it is so strong and so powerful and it's going to look different in different months and in different phases or whatever it is, but all of the things that my body does for me, that that's where I find gratitude. And that's where I'm like, okay, this is like really shifting the way that I'm viewing it. Um, and looking at the things that it does for me can just help me find so much gratitude. I think that's such a wonderful, listen, we get frustrated with our bodies for numbers mm -hmm. of reasons. Um, yeah. you know, again, going to women, 
Um, I, I tried to have a baby for years and years and years. Didn't happen. I was very frustrated mm-hmm. with my body. I hurt my elbow, frustrated with my body. Yeah. I have learned, and I want to echo what you just said, more important to wake up every day and say, thank you, God. Thank you, God, that I can, you know, walk to the computer to go do my podcast. And if you're somebody who can't walk, like look for something that you are thankful. Thank God that I was able to wake up and and maybe see the beautiful sunset. And if you're somebody who can't see that, hopefully you can feel warmth around you. I think that it is really important to try as much as we can and to be reminded to be grateful for what we do have and ground ourselves in gratitude rather than to focus on that thing that you wish you had. Totally, totally. Grass is always greener, you know, and there's- yeah. Um, there's so much comparison now, especially in social media of like, if I did this, would I look like this or something in that vein? And it's like, can we just love and accept our bodies as they are now? And like easier said than done, right? That is not me. I don't wake up every morning and go, oh my gosh, I love myself. Right. I had to start with body neutrality accepting my body as it was. Um, and as it is every day, some days I like my body more than others, but it really, sometimes I think that I'm like, it doesn't really matter how I feel about my body today. Look at all the things that it's going to do for me. Right. right. I don't have to be so consumed in that, but a hundred percent easier said than done. I've gone through so many different cycles with my body and how I feel about my body. And, um, you know, it's just, I think focusing on, on the things that it does for me is really such a great vessel to get to again, body neutrality, accepting my body as it is, and just feeling kind of neutral about it. I think the body love section of Instagram is so beautiful, but it also can feel like, well, what if I don't love my body today? Or what if I haven't loved it for weeks, you know, or if I've never really experienced that it can feel really polarizing. And so I think that that that's something I strive for is to wake up every morning and love my body. But I think, um, again, comparison can just be such a trap on the internet. And it's really, even with the way that people accept themselves, it can be hard. Thank you for sharing that. I think that, again, that's why I love doing this podcast and I hope people are listening at home. I mean, I feel like just this week I've had so many ups and downs, right? Like it, it, what do they call imposter syndrome, right? Mm -hmm. Are we failures? And, and I, and I, I say that, um, not so that anybody feels bad out there, but more so that if you are going through that period, just to know it's normal, right? Mm-hmm. You know, even for people who are experts in whatever their field is, they're going to feel times um, that pressure and they're not always going to be at 100%. And so if you're in that sort of a place in your life right now, be kind to yourself, know that it's yeah. okay. And, and, you know, my grandma always used to say, and this too shall pass. So yep. when you're living high and things are great, that's not going to stay forever. And when you're sort of in, in your lows, know that that's going to pass too. Yeah. I love that. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about what, um, recharge wellness is. Yeah. So I'd been teaching for all these years and what I kept finding. So this is funny. My first class that I was ever given was at five 15 in the morning. Right. So I know I look back at it and I'm like, now the, I used to be the early morning teacher for years. And so for a lot of women who wanted to take my class, it was too far. It was too early. They, they were too intimidated by the format, right. whatever it may be. And I was like, gosh, I see these people making incredible friendships at these studios. 
I see just the community that exists there and they were missing it because of all these different factors. So I wanted to create a space where women could still connect in a safe space that took the fitness part out of it. Right. Maybe they just weren't interested in going to a fitness class. That's okay too. Right. Um, so initially it really, my business kind of started in a fluke. I like to say, I, um, put it out there on Facebook, which was like the place to put things out there at the time. Um, and I was like, does anyone want to come over? I had just gotten certified in meditation and do a meditation and have like an elevated girls night and, um, have salad instead of pizza or something like that. And I got like 35 people who responded and were like, I want to come, I want to come. And I was like, oh my gosh, you are not going to fit in my apartment. So <laughs> I got an event space. I got some snacks from a few brands and then people wanted more of it. And it just really went from there. And I started hosting events, um, every few months, then it turned into weekend retreats. And then um, we do an event every single month and weekend retreats three or four times a year. And it's just so, so cool to see the way that it's expanded and to just dive into topics that are outside of fitness and really give people a chance to connect. If you're together for a weekend or even two hours, it's, it just deepens the connection. I also feel like it's a great way to make friends as an adult because that is hard yes. and everybody knows that. <laughs> um, so I want to know more about this. Personally, listen, I am married, um, I'm happily married, but I do find that sometimes, you know what you need, uh, and, and I can't even imagine what it's like to be a mother, but you need that time for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. When I go on vacation, I'm still worried about my husband. I'm still concerned sometimes it's nice to go to a place where you're like, I'm really just going to focus on me yep. and have a dedicated place. Um, and like you said, meet new friends and like-minded people and, and in a healthy way where I'm going to come back, you know, sometimes you go on a girl's weekend and it's like, you pay for it for like the week after, right. um, <laughs> love those, but it's nice to go away somewhere and to come back feeling recharged and refreshed. So where, um, what, like, tell us about your upcoming events. I know you mentioned uh, prior to us getting on this podcast that a lot of them are sold out. Yeah. So we have, um, basically we'll do different topics every month. So, um, right now we're doing a dinner series, which is three dinners over the span of three months where it's the same women and we have different topics. Um, we have a money event next week where it's all things, financial wellness for women. And then, our weekend retreats. We have one in Ojai next month. We have another one in Colorado and a lot of other events coming to different cities within the year. So they just really vary on what topics we cover, but um, they're just a really special way to connect with other women. That is amazing. And so is it sort of like you travel to the place and then the weekend is, everything is sort of included in the weekend. Yes. You've put that all together. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I need to sign up immediately. Where do we go yeah. for that? It's all on my website, um, rechargewellnessco.com. And yeah, there, the other thing I'll mention is they're, they're affordable. And that yeah. is something that when I started was really, really important to me. Um, I was looking at these day retreats or weekend retreats that were thousands of dollars. And if you are interested in wellness, but you're not a wellness junkie yet. You will be soon after one of these retreats, but you're not going to spend thousands of dollars on something that you're not even sold on yet. Right. right. So, um, most of the retreats are under 500. If they're, they're a little bit longer, they're under eight. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just, I really, 
I aim for someone to look at it and say, I might not be able to, to afford that today, but if I save for six months, for a year, whatever it is, then I would be able to afford it. The goal is that you look at it and you are not like, oh, never. Like I would never. You know what? I didn't even, I'm I'm so glad you brought that up. And I apologize to everybody at home because I was like, I kind of want to ask her how much they are. I should have just come out and said it. You um, totally can. (laughs) Because, because, well, because, you know, I look at a lot of these retreats and I'm like, I'd love to do a yoga retreat. Oh, $3,000 for the weekend. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's a lot. Yeah. That's like, that's like my vacation fund to go away and like, you know, um, so, so thank you for that. Yeah. That's incredible. It was was important. And, um, you know, when I first started, it was really trying to introduce people into a wellness space. And again, I just don't think those people were going to pay that much for a weekend. And I also like, let this be an opportunity to see that wellness can be accessible. I think there's so many things that are really expensive in the wellness space. Fitness classes are expensive and spa days or self-care can be expensive, but it can also be affordable. Like now we have virtual classes. I mean, gosh, my class is $12 to drop in. Not, not nothing, but like it's cheaper than 30 or 35 in New York. If you're New York is 35, 40. Yeah. And my morning latte at Starbucks, which I don't get anymore, um, was like nine. (laughs) Totally. I know. I, so I think that it's, it's really like finding ways to just be a little bit more affordable and that's just I think wellness should be available to everyone. My first class is free on my website. So like, regardless, you can find a class for free at some point. I love that. And remind us again, it's rechargewellnessco.com. Yes, everything is on there. The fitness classes, the events, all of it. And listen, for everybody at home, I mean, what a way to wrap up. You can't beat a free class, right? So if you are <laughs> looking for something that maybe you're like, hey, I want to switch up my fitness journey. Maybe you're just starting. Maybe you're coming back from an injury. Um, maybe you've never done fitness before. I love that you've provided a safe space for people to go and to try this out. And I'm telling you, the classes are super, super fun. Um, so Again, people, just in case everybody wasn't paying attention, it's rechargewellnessco.com. Yes. And they can find out about the events, the classes, they can learn about your blog. Also, your um, your Instagram is what, Rachel Recharge? Yes. Okay, so at Rachel Recharge, if you're surfing the Instagram and going down that deep, dark hole that we all can, <laughs> um, and you want to something that's like a little bit more positive, uh, I love, I love your Instagram feed. I feel like Thank it's you. so fun, positive. You'll get to see like little clips of them in classes. Um, it just looks like a ball. Rachel, I wanna thank you so much for being on with me today. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. It was so, so much fun. And listen, let this be sort of, it's springtime, it's time for renewal. Take a little positivity with you. I'm gonna go out there and enjoy that 70 degree day. Um, yes. If people want, if you're listening at home and you want me to pass along any questions to Rachel, you can absolutely do that. You can write me at hello at artbeautypodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and right here on YouTube at artbeautypodcast. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. 
creating an audio ad is time consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.